because it's Monday and game night is now. I'm joined as always by Flippin' Sweet and the proud owner of six golden tea machines, Jeff. Babysitter <laughs> of six golden tea machines. There will be one here when it's done. <laughs> and Big Daddy what? Steve, what's going on? How's it going? So what the hell's going on with these golden tea machines? Because right before we went online, you sent us a picture of a graveyard full of these things. <laughs> the graveyard is my garage, I'll yep. have you know. Uh, now, a buddy of mine sent me a, a link for a Facebook marketplace that said uh, he, the guy had six golden tea machines, 80 bucks each. And um, my friend said, if I got this, can you fix it? And I was like, I don't fucking know. I could try. <laughs> this, guy, this is such a bad idea <laughs> oh a terrible idea uh the guy the guy didn't know why they weren't what was wrong with them what what they needed fixed on them so i said uh, i could try but going in knowing that it's not 100 percent. worst case scenario we sell these back out as you know a loss whatever get them out of my house so um so I was on, just completely unrelated, I was on Facebook and I got a, a pop-up ad for a liquidation sale of an arcade near us. And I'm pretty sure that I'm going to bid a lot of money on one of those sit-down light gun arcade uh, um, <laughs> Jurassic Park machines right. and end up divorced. No yes. offense, Dan, you need to brush up your skills on those. Why? The light gun games? Yeah. I did fine. When you, we were and at... I, you and I played one together. And I was there for an extra, like, five minutes. Like, are you sure you, you don't want to come back? <laughs> like, I started playing before you did. Yeah, I, by, by 30 seconds. Yeah, those 30 seconds were the hard part. You you got through, <laughs> and you just we, played we easy turned, We turned in asking if one cabinet would be worth $80, and I said, worst case scenario, you can gut it, make a main cabinet out of it. Uh, you're going to spend more than that on wood and time. Oh, no, definitely. Together. I said, absolute worst case scenario, one cab. If I can't get it to work, I will pay you the $80 for it, and I'll make a main machine out of it myself. I got an old computer sitting around. I got old monitors. I can make it happen on the cheap. Good stuff. How much does that weigh? Uh, 450 pounds. 450 pounds. So if you went to Giant and bought that firewood that's there, I think you still made out even if you burn it. <laughs> well, uh, Just don't the... breathe in any of the fumes from the fire. <laughs> right, yeah, you don't want to breathe any of that in. But uh, the guy took an offer. They ended up being $58 a cabinet, which is even more of a ridiculous deal. The only problem is I have a low ceiling garage, and getting them in was an absolute nightmare. How low of a ceiling are we talking about? It's maybe... I, I, can, I can put my hand up like this and touch the roof. Okay. And I'm 5'9". All right. I think I have a full-scale idea of what your garage looks like. Thank you. Yes. Well, we took. We only took up half of the garage, too. I got to go in there and fuck around with it. It's my new Tetris now. Nice. I can't wait to. Uh, you know, we're going to be getting some live updates on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to. This is going to ruin my life. Um, we can. I'll, <laughs> I'll turn the actual webpage on and you can do a full blog update post of your, you uh, your progress instead of just redirecting it here. In three weeks. <laughs> But we've been off for two weeks. Uh, Jeff was on vacation. I was on vacation. Now Max went on vacation, but uh, we're showing dedication to the nobody that's watching right now. So we're here to talk about the games we've been playing for the last two weeks. Jeff, 
What the hell have you been playing? <sighs> Sit tight. So on vacation, I played The Witcher 3 on the Switch. The Switcher. Actually, it, the Switcher. It is a very good handheld game. I'm shocked at how well it adapted to handheld. It looks like absolute dog shit on TV, but it is a great game dock. I also played a little bit of Disgaea 4 Plus Complete. Uh, super happy to have that on the Switch now. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 adorable it's gorgeous it's fun everybody has a switch go get it i'm gonna stop you right there all right so you you kind of answered my question in the three second like three sentences you said there but that is that a, is that a must buy yes is does it have legs like does it does it feel like there's some replayability or is it something that i could just bang out on gamefly for two weeks and never look at it again you could probably bang it out on gamefly okay. two weeks and never look at it again but there so, is multiplayer i haven't dug into that yet uh, Does Gooigi with... make you uncomfortable? Gooigi makes me very uncomfortable, but not for the reasons you think. Uh, describe Gooigi to me, because I don't know what you're talking Gooigi about, but it sounds is funny. an ectoplasm version of Luigi. Okay. That uh, whenever Luigi gets stuck in a like uh, stripper cage, he can call on Gooigi to get him out of it. I think... That sounds like a made-up scenario, but he, he literally got stuck in a cage, and you had to use Gooigi to get him out. The worst nice. thing about Gooigi is that he can't get wet, but he is, in fact, a liquid himself. Uh, thank you to the person who just subscribed to us for five months. Mayan. <laughs> we are supposed to say thank you to these people, right? Yeah, That's how this but, works? But not the first person. Mayan, definitely. Thank you so <laughs> much. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, we and he doubled it, I... 10 months. Clearly yes. better than the first person. Yeah, because the first <laughs> person, say... even though they could have been subbing the entire time, wouldn't. Yeah, You say thank you, then we put our tits up against the camera, and then we move on. <laughs> uh, now, I would rent Luigi's Mansion 3. I think you'll, you'll be able to beat it in two weeks, and you'll probably be done with it. But I know I'm going to return to it time and time again. Uh, I played Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I am trash at Call of Duty. I'm going to stop you again right there. All right. That that game looks like it's doing some interesting things. You, did you play, like, what did you play? Single player, multiplayer, Mostly both? multiplayer. I played a single player is just uh, getting yelled at for five hours while you look for where you're getting shot at from. Mm -hmm. But the story looks like it'll be fun. For as fun as you can make a... Uh, terrorist event that you have to avenge yeah now i think they they did they did a pretty horrible job about staying out of the controversial topics like mm -hmm. they uh they you know they made it very it clear that this time. was going to be a fictional country and then they were like well whoops we it's accidentally London. used a real historical <laughs> event and we flipped it that the russians are the bad guys now and we're the good guys even though that's not how it turned out but i guess all in all for call of duty drama that's not that bad Right, they could be Blizzard. Uh, True. I mean, ha they half are Blizzard, actually. They're, they're the Activision half. Um, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. They can't stay out of controversy. <laughs> um, you're going to stop me again on this list, but I also played The Outer Worlds. Uh, it is a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Would you like to have our Outer Worlds discussion right now? Because I also played The Outer Worlds. Uh, I'm not very deep into The Outer Worlds. But Nor I am I. I do enjoy that you can basically treat people like fucking idiots mm -hmm. and they'll respond to that. 
let's be just choppy about this and dump dump into things as we uh, get to them because I want to know more about this too. Okay. There's no point in circling back. Of so, would you say the story is very entertaining for the premise that was laid out for like the whole corporatocracy thing? Because that's probably the first time that I've read snippets of the story where I was like, I actually really want to play this just so I can be the most rage against the machine, tear down the system that I possibly can. So far, there's the planet you start on is run by one company, and yeah. they're all they're all about they're all in on that company. Yeah, and any like negative things you do, they're kind of like, whoa, hey, wait a minute, like I. I work for that company and they get kind of like offended by it. Um, but yeah, that's, that is how I plan on playing through it when I get back to it. Yeah. And, uh, I there's, mean, it, it's, they'll learn. It's, it's, it's one. So what they, what they lack in vast, crazy open worldness where you can like, just kind of go anywhere they make up for in planning for every outcome of what you do. So like, I, I'm not very far in at all, but I, I mean, I've heard people talk about just the decisions that you can make early on in the game i'm I'm up to the first like major big decision and the game plays drastic power. yeah the game plays drastically different based on that decision um and, and you can make other decisions based off of that uh not to spoil anything but the i gave the electricity to one of the groups mm -hmm. and then uh everybody joined the group with the electricity except the leader of the old group so I made a save and went in and murdered the survivor. <laughs> uh, and the other people reacted very negatively to that when I killed their old leader who was no longer their leader. And I, I reloaded and said, bye, and then walked away. That sounds a lot closer to how I would like things. Like Dan just said, they sacrificed open world to have a tighter mm -hmm. story, a more like meaning to it. And that's kind of where I'm at right now and how I want things because I've played tons of open world games and they're not new and they actually just become more of a hindrance because when I was trying to wrap up Wildlands I'm like fuck I gotta go all the way across the map because that's where the next quest point is let me just fast travel what was the point of having like a, a 30 mile square you know world when really you could have just put a whole bunch of missions in a relatively interesting zone with less dead space see that's the only game that i don't do that in is like uh, i try to play as realistic as possible so i try not to use fast travel uh even when i play grand theft auto i play a mode where i obey traffic lights <laughs> <laughs> I, I i go deep into the open world experience i used to do that for like vice city mm -hmm. and the first couple open worlds uh I can't really afford to do that anymore. My my gaming time is so limited that I want to get as much punch out of it as I can. Right. And I'll tie that into what I've been playing later, but yeah, I need I need stuff that I'm going to get like a nice chunk of fun and action out of. I can't be slow anymore until Sage grows up and I get more time to do yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% with you. Like it's I need I need a game that I can get something meaningful out of in very small chunks. So if, if something that's why Red Dead just completely fell apart for me, like it's this game is my kind of, you know, op, open world, you know, Western RPG. Like it's it seems tight. Everything's well constructed. You do all the things that are in an area. You get up and you go to a different area. You don't have to worry about traveling in between them. Um, I, I still can't believe the game pass is a thing. Like this, oh, is a, yeah. this is a game that just launched day one on Game Pass and 
That's awesome. That's I awesome. actually canceled my pre-order because I, I had pre-ordered on the Xbox, uh, and then I I got a discount code for it on PC. I canceled my Xbox when I ordered it on PC. For some reason, they let me cancel a digital download on PC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like two days before it came out because I just read that it was on Game Pass. They had to make sure they didn't ship it to you. Yes. <laughs> there, that That's absolutely insane that, that you wouldn't be allowed to cancel a digital pre-order, but there are some places. like I, I think Nintendo, it's like next to impossible to cancel mm-hmm. a digital pre-order, which is insane. I do want to take one second and apologize to Luca. I thought it was Steve that, that resubscribed for five months. Uh, Steve in right here in the uh, the, uh, the the show here is, is very Luca. very bad at subscribing to this channel, even though he's on the show. And uh, I did not mean to insult you. I thought it was Steve, who I always mean to insult. So uh, actually, about that, do I have to keep resubscribing, or did that one does that auto? Oh no, you have to keep doing that every. I just saw <laughs> I just saw the L and uh, and assumed it was Steve. Where's the button? So Luca, I re- really Top do appreciate right. that. Um, uh, I'm actually buy. I bought a desk. I bought a desk. desk so that I could live out in my living room, so I could move my computer out there, so I could play this game and not be just hidden in here. Because I feel like I'm going to put 50 hours into this. This is the first game that I felt like I'm really going to invest a lot of time into. So yeah, new desk was purchased for just this game. Let's Jeff, what did you beat it uh, in a week? Yeah, that, I do like the, the the fact that you can mainline the story and get through it, and like. 30 hours, 25 hours is cool. And then it seems like you can go back Thanks and make some subs, Steve. Yeah. You're going to have to remind me of that. Cause it's not something I think about. <laughs> this is my only like time on Twitch. So <laughs> yeah. The, and it seems like you can go back and make some pretty drastic changes and change the way that the story plays out. So yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. The, the one like giant bomb was talking about making your character really dumb. Like taking their intelligence and really knocking it down, and everybody (laughs) in the world talks to you like you're an idiot, and like you you can't you can't talk your way out of situations. You end up having to like dumb brute force your way out of stuff, and like things like that are really neat. Like I, I, I'm playing the game kind of like an asshole right now, yeah, and treating everybody around me like an idiot. And so far, that's gone well. Like uh, that, the lady that was trying to get to your spaceship, yeah, uh, she's oh, I murdered the shit out of her. Oh, really? Because she was like, is this your ship? It's parked illegally. And I was like, I'm with the Space Federation Force that, you know, enforces (laughs) these laws. Like, what the hell are you doing questioning me? She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to question or like question your rank or something like that. And I was like, there was uh, like five or six bad guys around the ship. And I was like, do I have to go in there and take care of this? Or are you going to do your job? Her and her and her, uh, the guy that was with her went and fought the people for me. And then I just uh, walked into the ship. Uh, sounds like so much fun. What is, is what is the Game Pass uh, world on? Like, what's the ecosystem that I'd have to get involved with? Uh, uh, Xbox it, Game Pass. You can play it on PC for the. I think it's a two dollar buy in for two months. Still. Yeah, yeah. What's the like actual oh, platform? Just the, oh, uh, Windows Store. Window. Oh, fucking hell. They fixed uh, all that. It's not as bad as it used to be. See, they, the Windows Store, you have to download an Xbox app on Windows. Do you think that this game has enough legs that we're going to wind up with some DLCs and a oh, 100%. game they, of the year down the line? Yeah, but I, I, we're, we're going to be interested. We're going to be interested to see like what how Microsoft. This is a Microsoft Studio now, so it's a first party game. How they're going to handle DLC mm. in Game Pass? Yeah, like, will, it, will it just be it. 
will just be included. I believe I, it's like the uh, the Ubisoft model as well. Yeah. So this is like one of those rare events that I used to have all the time, but not anymore, where it's like I'm currently enjoying pretty pretty well a game, but then there's something else out that's grabbing my attention. So uh, I would have to make that decision. It's like, do I want to jump into it and just basically sacrifice what I'm currently playing because I'm probably not going to come back to it anytime soon. It's going to be one of those games where I shelve until I forget about it and get the urge to play again, which is how I wound up there in the first place. Mm -hmm. So, um, although I did just spend money on it, (laughs) so I wouldn't, that was my, that was my first game purchase in like four months. Cool. I guess we'll, uh, let's let Jeff, let's let Jeff run through the rest of his games here. Yeah. I'm I'm going to run through. And then if you have any questions, we'll wrap up at the end. I played monkey ball. Wait, which one? The new one, the new one, the new banana blitz remaster or whatever. Did you like it? I do. I'm, I'm a fan, uh, and I wanted that uh, feeling on the go. Oh, is that uh, is that a remake of the GameCube one or Wii, one of the, the Wii, Wii one? Yeah, widely regarded as the worst one. Yeah, but it was uh, bad because yeah. it had motion controls only. This one yeah. you can play like a normal monkey ball. The I, the uh, X or not the Xbox? The GameCube one is probably like one of my top fifteen games. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. I also played Atelier Ryza because uh, I'm a sucker for any anime RPG. Uh, I got the PSVR out and played Trover Saves the Universe for a little bit. And there were two new pinball tables last week. <laughs> yes, there were. <laughs> finally. We, finally. We are we're 18 minutes in and you finally brought up pinball. Mayan brought up pinball before I did. Wait, the golden thing isn't pinball? No, no. Those are golf uh, games. It's that trackball uh, golf game T, where you, as break, a T-E-E. you break your hand punching a monitor. <laughs> that is it for my two weeks of gaming. Steve, nice. why don't Question. you why don't you tell us? Well, let's, let's just go through here and see what Steve right. was playing. Uh, I've invested because he's been teasing us for a ha. solid segment now. A uh, light amount of the stock market. Yeah, which right. has been going all right. Um, I put in a grand total of $30 of my own money into the app and I've been bouncing up and down at like 50 to 51 bucks because they, they gave me some free stocks and actually a couple of my items went up a, a little bit. So it's basically a game though. You don't want to ride that ride yeah. out into the sunset. I bought 49 shares of a penny stock at like 16 cents and I'm, hoping that in two months when they do an earnings call, it jumps up to like 20 cents and I can sell all that shit and make a sweet three bucks. There you go. <laughs> so, USA. USA. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I've actually been investing a ton of time back into destiny Two. Uh, I played whenever we played that. I don't know how many years ago that was. Uh, it was, was like, I think, the it was very just, I think it was just earlier this year. Was it? I, thought... I think so. No, I think it was like the very I don't beginning know. I have of the no podcast. Con- I have no concept of time anymore. No, nah, it's all gone. Yeah. No, uh, it, I think that was the beginning of our podcast because the uh, Forsaken campaign had just come out because they, you could play the first part for free and you had to buy Forsaken if you wanted to unlock that stuff. So you guys played with me, bounced out, and I liked it so much I bought the campaign mm-hmm. and continued on to the end. And then um, there was a... a a very similar update where they 
now it's what free to play completely yeah i think the like the base content's free to play yeah yeah and um they changed the leveling system and so everybody got busted down to yeah, the Sh- bottom tier Sh- shadow keep came out is that the name of the newest yeah. expansion i think so yeah. and i've been enjoying playing all over again and it kind of got me back into the world of pvp which is very difficult because there's only a f- very select few games that will do that uh, overwatch was the last one i played where i did any sort of competitive against another person and i forgot how not totally garbage i am at pvp i always downplay like yeah pretty much <laughs> that was going to be one of the things i asked uh, wanted to ask you guys is what is a a game type that you think you're actually pretty good at strategy I'm, yeah i'm pretty hot garbage at most video games so i don't actually know all right if you, if your win loss percentage was going to be higher than 50 percent, I, I don't know how you can the, the, the best video game i've ever been at was final fantasy 11 i don't think i will ever be better at a video game than i was at final fantasy 11 i don't so know how to just con- convey ultra that thorough into something that requires like a an excessive Time amount thing. of precise like button pushes but not quick just like a button that you have to push like every 20 seconds but it has to be precisely pushed you find me a game like that that's a game i'll be good at <laughs> yeah i um you get more gear for doing the pvp stuff and there's mm-hmm. a bunch of missions where you, you they're kind of forcing you into it and i was really reluctant to do it because i always just feel shitty when i play pvp and start losing and then i get in there and i was like i forgot this is actually kind of fun because there's a straight pvp then a pve with pvp components Mm -hmm. and uh when i play that i'm usually in the team of four uh first or second on the charts for like getting shit done and when i play the crucible which is straight pvp uh i'm usually right in the middle of the pack like i'm not going to be the top player on the team but I'm going to have probably a few more kills than deaths hmm. and contributed to the map. Like, so that's why I'm saying like if 50, 50 is like you die as much as you kill, I'm probably floating along at like 65% and these sort of things. Like I will I'm, kill you. I'm an absolute liability in call of duty. hundred <laughs> percent. It, it feels really good to suddenly see somebody and whip around with a bow and just catch him right in the head. And I'm just like, God damn it! Makes me feel like a chi- tiny child all over again playing Counter Strike and landing. Uh, I think the last like shooter I was good at was Halo One, and I think that was only because I had an Xbox. <laughs> like so... not not a lot of other people <laughs> did. So uh, the people I was playing against were like the first time playing with like a, a twin stick shooter because that kind of really invented that whole control scheme. Yeah, like I know my one friend used to always turn on the old, like you could change your control scheme on Halo 1 and he would turn on the golden eye scheme. <laughs> like that didn't work out very well. <laughs> I I can't play on a pad anymore at all. I went to my brother-in-law's and uh, he had a cousin over and he was like, hey, play some Halo whatever with us. And I was holding the controller like, how do you work this thing? Like, what do these buttons do? And then they just immediately murdered me over and over and over again because I was like, I can't aim for shit. Like, give me a mouse and keyboard. I just had a weird flashback of playing one of the Medal of Honor games when the DualShock first came out. I remember at that age thinking like, well, I guess I'm done with shooters now. This is too damn hard to figure out. (laughs) 
Wait, there's shoulder buttons? <laughs> no, the, the thumbsticks. And I'm like, wait, I got to move with this thumb and look with this thumb? Nobody's ever going to figure this out. There's there's a learning curve. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I used to be competent. But now I'm just like, I'm like a four-year-old who's just learning how to play where you just start doing over-exaggerated movements mm -hmm. all over the place. There's I no precision. The, the other day, because I was playing Call of Duty, and then I went to a shooter I didn't name in the rundown because I don't want to take the entire time with what I've been playing. And I was like, oh shit, it's so much easier to use a mouse and keyboard. I was like, why doesn't everybody do this? <laughs> now, on the flip end of that, what is the most garbage game that you're at? Oh, literally everything else. Yeah, I'm pretty garbage at Call of Duty. Nice. There's a, there's a game mode where it's like six on six and there's two bomb locations. It's kind of like they took all of the fun out of um, Rainbow Six Siege and just put it in Call of Duty. Okay. Uh, and Jeff, eat the mic a little bit more. Huh? Eat the mic a little bit more. And then... Whoa. Not like that. <laughs> and then... Um, forget what I was going to... Oh. Uh, you can either kill the other team or you can plant a bomb and defend it. And I always get anxious when there's like two or three people left on my team because I know somebody's watching my screen. So I can't just like sit there and camp and wait for it to happen. I got to like start moving around. Then I end up getting shot in the back of the head. Yeah. The nice thing uh, about my mediocrity in games is that I am mediocre across the board. So I'm, I'm very rarely the worst person that you're playing with, but I'm also very rarely the best. Just I fun won't to touch, be involved. I won't touch puzzle games anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm far too impatient. And I will immediately look up anything that is even slightly challenging, I, especially quests nowadays. Like if if I'm playing a Destiny game and there's a quest that pops up and it doesn't just tell you, it says like, go here and do this exact thing. I'm immediately on YouTube. Like, how do I do this quest? I watch somebody else do it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do that. <laughs> you played anything else, Steve? Um, I think that's been it. I mean... Pretty much as soon as we were done last time, I reinstalled just to screw around in Destiny, and I've had actually a lot of time to play it because there's nothing going on like TV-wise. We're just waiting until Disney Plus comes out before we get invested in anything. Mm -hmm. How good so, does Mandalorian look? I, I haven't been seeing anything about it. Like I saw Bill that Burr is a bounty hunter. I'm on board all day. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the initial like almost a year ago screen caps for it and then i was like i'm done i'm not gonna look at it anymore sort of like your death stranding thing like you just put an embargo because i want to walk into it fresh i'm doing the same thing with uh star wars because we've got tickets i haven't seen a single preview since like the first one where ray is standing in the desert with her lightsaber and jumps over a tie fighter i was like i don't know anything other than that and i'm happy for it that's so. cool i'm 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 weak i just need to look at all this stuff it was easy I, I, with Death Stranding because there are literally 400 hours of preview content in that game. It's just like, all right, that's enough. We don't need to do anything more. But I'm, I, I'm really like bad. What, they, what they've shown is the game. Yeah, I'm I can't. I'm glad I've ignored it. I can't do that with movies because I sit there and I look for the scenes that you've seen. Like, I can't stop my brain from doing it. It just ruins the movie for me. And I was actually super happy that when, uh, oh, what was it? The Thor Ragnarok came out that they altered the scenes that they showed you mm -hmm. so you couldn't see it because uh the part where hella breaks his hammer they show you that in the previews 
but the previews it's in the middle of a city street in an alley yeah. like they change the entire scene so when they do it in the movie you don't see it coming because it's out in the middle of a field somewhere when she does it and i was like thank god i can stop thinking of all the other scenes because i don't know what's real and what's fake anymore there you go well i have been uh i've been playing outer worlds a little bit and i mostly have been playing uh link uh link's awakening I finally finished oh, that right. last last night. Game number of 6.5. Something to 6, 7, maybe 8, somewhere in there. I have really stopped oh, paying we're, attention. We're, we're rounding up to 8 now. Yeah, I don't know. But, have you uh, ever beat Link's Awakening before? Yeah, I'd like to thank Miller High Life uh, and my five and a half years of college for making me completely forget everything about that game. So I pretty <laughs> much played that from scratch, like with no... I had some vague memories about some certain things, but I, I didn't. I actually had to look some things up because I couldn't remember exactly what to do. Game's good. Um, not great. Not a must-play. but Not a it's, game of the year contender. Uh, I mean, just because of how few games I've played to completion, if I had to make make a top five, it probably would have to be in there just because I only played like six games. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip you on Judgment. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to make a case. I just, I just signed up for uh, humble monthly cause it had uh Kiwami in there. Oh my God. Yeah. So Yakuza zero. Uh, I think I got that from another like humble play, thing. Play zero first. Don't play It'll zero before Kiwami. Characters right. so much more. Yeah. Link's, Link's awakening looks like it's legit. Like it was, it was a fun game. It was, it was the perfect airplane game uh, until I got stuck. And didn't have internet access to look up what the hell I was supposed to do. I have, uh, I have an airplane story for the post show. Cool. Ooh, remind me, which one was Link's Awakening? It's a Game Boy one. Uh, Island uh, shows up on a beach. Is that the one with the whale? Yeah. That's okay, because that's one of the two Zelda games I've ever beaten in my life. The uh, it's it was it's not a sixty dollar game. They put in like a dungeon maker, which is. It's fine. Uh, uh, uh. They put in a dungeon saver on an amiibo. Uh, yeah, and you have to like scan an amiibo to be able to take and save your or take your amiibo to somebody else's uh, system. <laughs> it's very dumb. Uh, like the '90s all over again. Yeah, it's with not, a memory card. It's not. It's not great, but it's it was totally worth. Uh, you know, my fifteen dollar month GameFly subscription, which I need to get my value out of that because I got a notification today that all of GameFly is being. Uh, transferred to a holding company, so they're totally going out of business. Oh yeah. So get ready to buy some discount games. Um, I played a little bit of. Um... Oh god damn it! What's that Wolf game that Capcom made back in the GameCube or Wii genre? Okami, Okami HD. Played that a little bit on the plane too. Uh, didn't get as far into it as I wanted to, but uh, had a had a really good time being in Vegas and playing some video games. But uh, we're a half an hour into the show. This is why I allocated so much time to uh, what we've been playing this week. Is there any other clothing, closing thoughts or questions about what we've been playing before I move on? Does anybody want to play Destiny? Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, Retro Veggie will play with you. I, I'm being uh, shunned by them currently because I said I'd be on one night and I fell asleep, which is apparently like the worst thing I could have possibly done. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they're, they're I'm I'm dead to them. Metal Dude X, Retro Veggie, haven't talked to them, haven't played with them since that just night. Say you're sorry live on stream, then send them a link. Nope. <laughs> we my... need you just to stand in front of the camera and apologize. Apologize. Put my flag in the ground on this one. I need a nap. It ended up being an eight-hour nap. <laughs> that's that's the only sad part about playing a game that's an MMO is that 
unless you can get some people to play with an extra like 15% of the stuff's kind of locked out to you. Like I can't really get involved in a raid. I'm a little less successful at uh, the PVP because somebody else has a group. They're just going to be more coordinated than you guys. Um, I do get to play a little bit with my brother-in-law and one of his friends. And I did have a good time, but our times don't match up at all. Like I could only play with him on a Saturday night and I just, we keep having shit to do. So uh it's a fun experience touch lonely though <laughs> i would imagine i i i've played a lot of mmos and have never been successful into getting into one that did not have a whole crew of people to, to like start playing with it's it's really weird because as soon as you join with a group of people which you do pretty consistently because there's a lot of matchmaking for things that you auto join a voice channel and i've never heard a single person speak mm-hmm. like uh and I don't know, maybe I have a setting that has that auto-muted for everybody, but if somebody is, like, pissed off at you, they're going to try to push you over a cliff because there's a little bit of, like, nudge action, or they're going to shoot at you or be, like, a dick, and if you're aiming down a sniper rifle, they'll, like, stand in front of you and get in your way, but um, nobody ever speaks, and it's it's just weird because at some point you'd think somebody would just get on the mic and be like, you fucking idiots are costing me the game, like... But no, no, everybody just does their thing until the game ends. And then you're like, all right, everybody go home or stay put. And it just keeps rolling. It's it's a weird atmosphere for a bunch of random strangers online because you're used to a lot more open hostility sure. <laughs> from random people. No. Just as soon as you join, it's like, fuck you. And it's like, well, <laughs> I know where I am. Exactly at. why I mute all chat yeah. on all games. It's, I, it's it's either it's either somebody speaking in a different language with literally the loudest mic in the entire world or somebody playing or 12, music, music really loud in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a 12-year-old telling them or telling me they bang my mom. Well, a lot of people banging my mom on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of banging your mom on the internet, um Great fa- Fallout 76. Oh, is it because it's totally fucked? Yeah. Thanks for stealing <laughs> my su- clutchline, you son of a I'm bitch. I'm surprised it's still here. No, it's, it is it is definitely still here, and they, for some reason, think that it's worth more of your money. And we can talk about how $13 is entirely too much money for a subscription to one video game when you could buy a Game Pass for $3 less than that per month. Disney Plus. We can, we can talk about you know a subscription to, to uh, Disney Plus and EA Access being less than that. But I, what I want to talk about is the fact that they put a little icon next to the people that pay for the service, and everybody <laughs> online is repeatedly killing those people. That is the best doesn't, thing that I've ever heard. Doesn't that just kind of like restore your faith in humanity? It is great. Just a little bit. It is fantastic. <laughs> I knew something was going on because I saw an article headline that said, like, Fallout 76 is creating class warfare. I didn't look at it because I, I got distracted and had to do something. But now that you tell me what it is, that pleases me to know it. It, it is. It, <laughs> it's like that. Jump in, doesn't it? No, it doesn't because it, it's like you know Eve Online. You know that you know what I'm talking about when I say Eve Online. Like the uh, somebody will describe like what's happening and all the crazy shit that's going on in the background and all the drama. It doesn't make me want to play Eve Online at all, but I do like to read about it. It's the same with this. Like I love the fact that this is happening. It's that's really uh, all I really wanted to talk about was the fact that it's just like one of the greatest <laughs> things that ever happened to a video well, they, game. They gave them a, a loot box or a box where you could stick your loot and it immediately removed it all from the Yeah, game deleted box. all your shit. <laughs> um, oh, what a shit show. The uh the private servers that they gave you were like half looted 
And like and now the the problem with the private server was that if somebody can see you're in a game world, they can join you. Yeah. So like for anybody private. on your friends list, anybody can just kind of invade your space, screw your stuff and up, steal all your loot in your private world. And... Is that what ended up being the problem? Because I know early on people were upset that their private worlds were like half built on two separate issues. Okay. So it... I, I like they copied over some other bullshit servers and and it had a bunch of stuff left from behind from before. Surely they must have done something right at some point because it seems like every time they do anything they fuck it up like all the way back to the bobby pin fiasco where like each bobby pin was a pound and then they changed it back to 0.1 pounds and then they updated the game again and it went right back to being super heavy it's like can you maybe just once stop fucking up do you want to play a game like that that's not completely fucked up because it's called the outer worlds Yep. Like it's 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 just amazing how Obsidian can just remove themselves from that bullshit like and make a, a great like stable game. Yeah, uh, I I'm definitely going to pick that up at some point, but uh, it's probably going to be after some DLC comes out and it's a package deal. So mm. an extra like year or two down the road because uh, I think Destiny is going to stick with me for a bit and then. Is if that, I is that one of the I games? Can... Is that one of the games that Microsoft is publishing on on uh, Steam or which what? Yeah, Outer Worlds? Yeah, you can buy it on Steam. That, on that Steam? was one of the first things I, I looked at because okay. uh, I know it, it, was, it was a it was already announced before Microsoft bought Obsidian, so I didn't know what happened with the you know where where they're actually distributing it at. What I do yeah, like about so... Microsoft, they just want you to play their games. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will definitely pick that up, but it's probably going to wait because if I can stretch Destiny as long as I would like to, then I might pick up something intermediate. We'll see you but... in 2023. I well, I'll order your review. Uh, I want to play day one um, Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. When What's the release date in that? April? April yeah. 2020. Yeah, so if I can play Destiny till like February maybe even March, then I could pick up something in between and be ready for... Uh... I think I bought three games in the time it took you to plan that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, your wallet has just... Money has flown out of it for every word I've said. Mm-hmm. So uh, other other major developers that uh, can't seem to do anything right, Blizzard had their big <laughs> convention. BlizzCon was a couple days ago. And uh, to cover up all the bullshit that they've been dealing with, they just gave everybody exactly what they wanted. So uh, we saw Diablo 4. Almost like they should have Solid been doing plan. it from the start. Yeah, we saw Diablo 4. They um, they pretty much said that the game's not anywhere close to being done, but here's a look at it. But they, they also said that it's going to be an Xbox One, PlayStation 4 game. So I don't know how a game can not be done or close to done and also be releasing on current gen when we're this close to next gen. I don't, I don't get it. But uh, I mean, I, I would imagine it's planned for... Maybe summer, late summer, like this and year. Gets, uh, yeah, yeah, there's no way. The way they they were they were they were talking. No, it's no, kinda, no, like yeah, 2020. 2020. Yeah, that's I I, I the way it, it read to me is that they were looking like 2021. You know, like not no, not, not for a long time. Do you think we'll be back here next year and they'll actually have like people playing the game at their BlizzCon, but it's still not out yet? I was told that there was a playable demo of uh, Diablo Four. 
Yeah, but they could have just built like a single area in time. Yeah, that's and... well, that's they have the game up and running, and they the, they said in a panel that even though the game looks like it's done and it, it, it is in a playable state, the the niche the hook of this game is that it's one continuous open world, which is not the way that any Diablo was before that. It's just going to be one big giant open world, and to completely change the way that a game functions at its core like that is going to take some time. Yeah, I I think the best thing that Blizzard is able to do are cinematics. Yeah. I fucking love their cinematics. They uh, they did a they did a great job all BlizzCon. Like there was the Overwatch 2 cinematics were pretty amazing as well. Not to literally spoil what we're going to talk about next. All of it. Like I remember not giving a shit about StarCraft, but the cinematics for that, you're just like, yeah. Yes, yes please. <laughs> uh when uh Diablo 3 came out and I picked that up like I would actually just watch some of those over and over again like some of the ending fight scenes with Diablo herself yeah. it is a her yeah I think so uh and I was like fuck these are really really well done and um all the Overwatch shorts they're all fantastic mm-hmm. I love the Bastion one well, A plus for robot emotions yeah definitely well it's We'll talk about that in a second. Let's 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 button up Diablo Four because I wanted to know what you guys' opinion on the fact that it is going to be an always online experience for the first time in in you know in this genre in this game. No, does that, does that hurt you? That's not hurt. true. Wasn't three always online? No, you could play three offline. Are you sure that wasn't not Weird. how it started though? Well, it might have started that way, but they bitched until yes, you know, it, because it, you could play it offline. I was in that fucking line of people and all those memes that were coming out because nobody could get on launch day and everybody <laughs> was sitting there pushing the button over Diablo, and over again. Diablo 3 had a had a pretty hairy launch between that and the uh, pay real money auction, the auction house, house that they yeah, had which, back out. I, I actually kind of thought that was maybe a little cool, but yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? This game, mm-hmm. it, are you surprised that that game, that Diablo 3 came out like almost 10 years ago. It does not feel yes. like that was that long ago. No, it doesn't doesn't feel like it, but I'm not surprised it, because... I think it's because they kept releasing it over and over and over again. Like, it came out for the next-gen, this-gen consoles, then it came out for Switch, and they just keep, like, it feel like it only came out, like, two years ago. I was in shape when it first came out. <laughs> <laughs> I played with my friend and my wife. I actually got her to play, so she had a computer that could handle it at the time. Mm-hmm. which was a long time ago. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that's no, just wild. Well, um they also released Overwatch released some information on Overwatch 2, which I don't know why there's a number on this. It it's the, the it looks exactly the same. Well, it's not that it looks exactly the same. It is exactly the same. You you can play if you have Overwatch 1, you can play with Overwatch 2 people. There's cross-play between the two games. Weird. Uh, I didn't see anything that looked any different than... It looked uh, identical to Overwatch. Yeah, I like the idea that they're going to do more PvE, because they did have some PvE aspects as, like, events yeah. when Overwatch well, was that's, out. That's, and... the, that's the big thing. I feel like they could have just released a PvE pack and still just called it Overwatch, but I guess putting the two on it will make more people buy it. It also sounds like, if I'm not mistaken, they're actually going to have a version of a campaign, which I actually think is a smart move because um, all the characters are pretty fleshed out for mm-hmm. a oh, yeah. shooting they game. Got, and they got deep stories. 
Yeah, and I, I think being able to dive into that is just going to work to your benefit than putting out some shorts and putting out some lore here and there because people do get involved in those pretty heavily. So now being able to play as that character doing something out of their story or a unified front, it's, I think. From what from what I read, it doesn't look like it's going to be what you would consider a traditional campaign. It's going to be more of like a Left for Dead style, like four players on a team type situation. Yeah. Yeah, Which that's cool. that's how the events were. Which is cool. Yeah, they, you're telling me they can't shoehorn in like Mortal Kombat storyline around. I'm sure they're going to. I'm sure it's gonna. There's gonna be a cinematic, and then you do something. Just like Mortal Kombat's a great example of how I think this game's going to be. It's you know, it's the 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 campaign is going to be just a bunch of cinematics that tie the little you know excursions together. Good job, Jeff. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I'm with you where I don't think it warrants the two on the end of it. But at this point, how long has uh, Overwatch been out for? 2016. Yeah, I I always say 2014 and I'm always wrong. So I think 2016 is the correct answer. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe it's coming up on its shelf life. May 24, 2016. Yeah. Hmm. The thing is, like, if you would have told, if you told me that Diablo three and Overwatch came out in the same year, I would believe you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it feels like that they came out the same time. No, no, yeah, your sense of time's bad. (laughs) It's all (laughs) messed up. But no, I'm. It's it's as a ancillary Overwatch player, I probably this probably isn't enough to to get me to jump into anything. But uh, I'm glad they're doing it. I think they're doing it right. All the all the cosmetics that you purchased in in Overwatch are going to carry over in Overwatch Two, which people would have literally lost their goddamn minds if if they didn't do that. Um, they're leaving a lot of money on the table by doing that, but they're saving face. So I think this is yeah, these are the decisions they needed to make. As many loot boxes. Well, if the game is almost exactly the same graphical, you know, perspective, because I think they said it's a little bit shinier, but I couldn't tell any difference between yeah, the two. I mean, they, they said then, that it's an upscaled engine, but it has to be the same everything because you're playing with overwatch one people so there's yeah no really like change much that that cartoon aesthetic that they have for everybody doesn't change so there's not a whole It'll lot to, to enhance yeah so it makes a lot of sense that if you're going to play with the exact same people because it's it's the same roster plus or minus like two or three people right that if you could bring over your old cosmetics people would greatly enjoy that especially if there's nothing going on with the game because yeah. I, mean, I worked hard to get my golden grenade launcher for John Krat because that's all I played. You know they're <laughs> gonna fuck it up and it'd be like a ten dollar DLC to bring all your stuff over to Overwatch Two. And... I'd hope not, but I think it. I think they're gonna. I think it sounds like they're doing the right thing. It, it's two weeks ago we talked about is Overwatch Two the right decision with Overwatch League and all, you don't you want to fracture your fan base? You want to do all this? They have solved all of those problems by just literally not. They just didn't. They're not fracturing their fan base. They did. They're bringing all the cosmetics over. I think that if you're a diehard Overwatch player, you're going to buy Overwatch too because somebody's going to have a shiny new hat. Like over, like, like speaking of like Team Fortress hats and whatnot, um, there's somebody's going to have a shiny new hat, and you're going to want to get it, and it's going to be an Overwatch two exclusive, and you're going to have to buy it. So. I I want to say that Overwatch is probably one of the better games where they do things right. Like they haven't <laughs> fucked up that game. All of the patches, for the most part, have been well done. The changes that they implement are usually also well done, or at least fairly balanced. Like they haven't had that many trip ups and missteps. I, I think that pretty might, much across I the board. I think that might be Overwatch League's fault. 
They can't do anything too crazy to fuck everything up because they have to have some stability because of the way the Overwatch League is. Because you have all these, you know, multi-million dollar investments in basketball arenas. You can't fuck the game up. You can't do something greedy and like pay, put pay to win mechanics in it because it would screw up the league. Well, yeah, and in that regard, but I mean, even the changes to the game itself are usually pretty fairly balanced out. Like I, I do remember at the end of my time playing, they had changed how Mercy works. I don't know if they went back or not, where because she used to have her ultimate was revive everybody around you, and it would just cause these huge team swings and. It, it also sort of made it so every team had to have a mercy. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things they wanted to get away from, because if you have 30 characters, you don't want to have like the three that you absolutely have to. You don't want to always have to deal with the tank. You don't always want to have to deal with the healer. You want some variety. And uh, I think they I think they peeled back on that and then people flipped out. But I think it was actually the right decision. Yeah, I mean, it's, and then any change I, is going to make people flip out. Yeah, and then I think they did something else with it. They made a couple changes, but they they think it through, which is a lot more than everybody else that I've seen. Like almost everybody has some cat- catastrophic fuck up that they did. Even uh, I was playing Destiny and I got a new exotic weapon, and I went to equip it and I couldn't. It was grayed out. It said this weapon is unavailable. I was like, what the fuck? Hmm. I went on the forums. The gun has a bug in it, so instead of fixing the bug, they disabled the gun. I think, if, if I know what you're talking about, they left that gun alone for like a weekend, and it was like a weekend of craziness. Uh, yeah, because it was something dumb, like it fires three laser bolts out of it, and if like all three of them connect, it automatically reloads or doubles damage or something stupid. Like There's an error in the calculation, but instead of fixing it, they're just like, all right, we're just going to turn that gun off. I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah, there's an item in my inventory I just can't interact with anymore. <laughs> well, like I said, I think they may, I think they're making the right decisions in this. Um, I, I was worried that it was, they didn't let it completely like play out, but uh, all in all like what they're doing. Uh, they released some world of Warcraft stuff and some, uh, hearthstone stuff that we we're going to touch on if we had time, but we do not because we have to fit in a rapid fire video game. Who am I? Who am Steve, I? were you here the last time we did this when we took your suggestion of uh, just doing five minutes and and just letting it blast? Was that my suggestion? I'm pretty sure that was your suggestion. Uh, yeah, I, nobody rewatches them anyway, so we can give you credit for it. No, I rewatch it if I'm not on. I just want to know if you guys are talking shit about me. <laughs> well, uh, we always, literally always talk shit on you. Yeah, but we also talk shit on you when you're here, so there's not really any difference. Uh, five um, minutes, I think, is too long. Are you guys okay with going down to three minutes? I'm all right with three. I I agree with the concept of the game, except I still think that any video game character is valid, including crossovers from franchises. Uh, no. You have to. It has to. The character for for at least when I'm deciding the character, the character has to have originated in a video game. This game is for pussies. <laughs> Um, we got it. We actually got it last week. You did. You I know. And we are going in a three, a two, one. Go ahead. Is it a Nintendo? Character? No. Is, Is it a thing? PC character? Uh, what do you mean by PC character? Did it? Did the character appear Is on a PC? Not on console. Did it originate from a PC game? The the game it was on a PC game originally. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we can drop out all the consoles. That's not what I said. 
did it originate? A game Go can ahead. originate on more than one console. Continue. Is the game rated M? Uh, no. Teen. Yes. Okay. Teen PC game. I'm pretty sure it was teen. I will. Is... You continue to uh, ask questions, and I will look it up. Does the character's this... name start with an A? No. Don't, don't do this shit, Steve. <laughs> is the, the game on PC, uh, was it originally a digital download only? No. Did it originate in the 90s? Uh, yes. All right. Yeah, it, it was a teen game. Was um, it released maybe... across multiple platforms at the same time? Yes. You have a minute 40 left. Uh, is the character male? No. Is it female? Yes. Is it human? Yes. Okay. Did um, any of the Tomb Raiders come out uh, across multiple platforms, including PC? Yes. Um, does the character have square polygon boobs? Yes. <laughs> Do they wear khaki shorts? Yes. Is she Is mostly known for dual wielding <laughs> pistols? Yes. <laughs> Is it Laura Croft? Yes, it is. There yeah. we go. Minute and eleven left. Good job, boys. That's that's kind of an easy one. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to. I want. I want us to win a few in a row here to like get on the 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 groove of what kind of questions to ask. But uh, good job. I think three minutes is the correct amount of time because we were that starting to get. I think we were starting to get into like the pressure zone where if you were in five minutes, could have uh, taken forever. Uh, five minutes, that would have been you know a brisk jog. Yeah, it. if. If you hit five minutes with that timeline, then it's because there is a weird, awkward question that everybody got hung up on for the last three minutes. Yes. <laughs> so I thought you guys were going to get hung up on the PC thing. Like it, the Tomb Raider came out on like PC, Sega Saturn, PlayStation Two or PlayStation One. Um, I think it came out on the N Gauge within like the first year that it was out or two. We really count the N-Gage, though. It's a gaming console. <laughs> if you would have asked if it appeared on a handheld console, I would have said yes. If we would have asked if it appeared on a handheld console, we would not have got it. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing the N-Gage being pimped out at uh, GameStop. Back Bad Babbage's <laughs> back in the mall. And I was like, man, that looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> well, that is all the time we have this week. If you liked what you heard, uh, go on podcast services, type Game Night Now. Catch all of our back archive. I don't put shit on YouTube anymore, so don't go over there. Um, oh, sad. If you yeah. want to look up our Sega Genesis draft. Sega Genesis draft is still there, and it is uh, it is still our best piece of content by view. Uh, Are we doing top one hundred next time? We um, maybe we've been talking about we've been talking about doing um, well, we've been doing like discussing the top one hundred on IGN. Yeah, it's yeah. Apart I was waiting. Yeah, I was waiting for Mex to come back for that. I do yeah. have uh, before we sign off here for the top 100 i want you to pick at least one game that's missing from that top 100 list and one game you would subtract to get it on that yeah list. you said that originally so i'm done with notes nice <laughs> nice mex has some like whiteboard ideas he wants to do too so next week we might have plenty of new segments look forward to it Jeff, if people want to watch what you do, where can they find you? <laughs> just, you clapped. Now I'm going to have to edit done. all of this yeah. out. You're just going to shut uh, it down. You can find me Tuesdays and Fridays with a huge asterisk because every time I get back to a schedule, some shit pops up. Yeah. So 
this week will be sporadic. But well, I mean, more yeah, importantly, right. look on uh, Flippin' Sweet on Instagram for some sweet golden tea updates. Jesus Christ, what a mistake. <laughs> for, uh, for Steve and Jeff, I'm Dan. We'll see you next week. All right, so clap. so people, it's the thing is, none of you guys clap loud enough for me to actually see it peak in the uh, there. That that one's gonna go. <laughs> I'll see that one. So you guys had topics. Somebody, somebody, you said you had a plane topic, Jeff. Yeah, I have a plane story and a bus story, and I'll run through them real quick. So okay. we had two flights back from Florida, and there was a screeching child on the plane. Now, I'm very lenient when it comes to a crying child on an airplane because it's a weird thing for them, and I understand that. But that uh, shithead's parents were wearing noise-canceling headphones <laughs> and just kind of going, making faces at this clearly uncomfortable child. Uh, so for four hours, I heard shriek, 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 shriek. And uh, the parents were just like, you know, they got their beats on. They're having a good time. You should have found out what noise-canceling headphones they had and then bought a pair yourself. That's the best advertisement for noise-canceling headphones ever. But my other story is I'm on the bus Monday. No, yeah, last, last Monday. Today's Monday. Um, and this guy's sitting next to me, and I'm playing – playing with PSP. Not my PSP. God damn it, the guy got in my head. I'm playing my Switch. I got my headphones in, faces down, looking at a bright screen. This does not say approach me now. And I hear, is that a PSP? Hear, what? <laughs> you playing a PSP? Yeah, oh, no, this is a Nintendo Switch. Like, um, and he goes, with all of the Coke energy you can, you can muster at 6am, and he goes, that's what we should be working on. That right there. That's what everybody should be doing their work on. Yeah, okay, man. Cool. I put my earbuds back in. And he goes, I'm a cloud software engineer. I need to figure out how to get my stuff on this device. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's possible. You can do it. He's like, ah, oh, cool. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. <laughs> okay. Headphones back in. And he goes, uh, Ocarina of Time. <laughs> he exited the conversation and just yeah. boomeranged right back into it. That, that... Ocarina of Time is what made me want to become a programmer. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool. It's a good game. Great. Headphones That'll show in. you to ever show interests. Yeah. Um, and then the guy goes, uh, is that German technology? Like, what? <laughs> it's Nintendo. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, no, no, it's Japanese technology. It's like, yeah, it's nintendo switch like you can go buy one uh maybe he'd like this is the first time he's ever saw it maybe he thought you worked for nintendo like you had one of these out like, in the wild i was like look if you want gaming news i do a podcast once a week <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can ask questions in the chat there but this guy went for the entire 40 minutes off and on just like list with, I, I was hoping you were gonna say that he would just go for silence for a while yeah. and then just yell out a nintendo 64 game <laughs> mike tyson's punch on this game ever made turok Turok, the dinosaurs. <laughs> Mike Tyson's also, punch out is in my top fifteen, but that's it's it's a top twenty-five, I'll give you that. But he goes, um oh, god damn it, I forgot what he said again. It'll come back to me. Um but yeah, he just You should really you should really want it. You should have asked for like investment opportunities for because you a guy that can't tell the difference between a PSP and a Nintendo Switch, that's the guy who you want developing your video games. Yep. 
Yeah, but he 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 went. He's like every face that's awake on this bus has it buried in a screen. Nobody wants to go to the office anymore. They should be doing their work on these things. Anyway, sorry to bother you. Thanks for thanks for taking the time. No, uh, I can't. I want to see this guy's product just take like five years, get it all ready for launch, goes to an investor meeting. He's like, I have the future. Here is this giant spreadsheet office at home for the PSP. This is like completely flubbed the wrong system. Oh, no, he he designed it entirely for the PSP. Yeah, just the PSP. Hey, Max, the next time you see Luca come back, apologize for me because I made fun of them because I thought it was Steve. (laughs) Oh, uh, that's great. Um, so I had I had um a breakfast taco on Saturday, mm-hmm. so and it was you sound disappointed. No, I'm not disappointed. It was fucking delicious, but it was just a fucking regular taco with like scrambled eggs. Yeah, like the only de- de- like defining factor was the scrambled eggs. He just realized he left some in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Zima's gonna explode. He had that in the freezer. <laughs> Uh yeah I don't know I I'm a fan of are you are you a soft shell or a hard shell guy soft shell I'm convinced the people who are soft shell taco people haven't had a correctly made hard shell taco I, I mean so here's the thing if I go to like a real restaurant and a hard shell is what they recommend I'm not going to be like no 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 I know better put that thing in a soggy you you know well, soft shell but at but at Taco Bell Taco Bell's hard shells are disgusting. Taco Bell's gross, yeah. While we were on vacation, we went to a Mexican restaurant that only had soft shell tacos. And I was very disappointed by this. Yeah. What are you going to do? So Eat the question tacos. question was what determines a breakfast like? Well, I was yeah, we were getting there. We were just we were just talking about tacos the whole time you were away. Okay, good. But like it was basically just like is the egg is that all that mattered just to make it a breakfast dish that's what makes it a breakfast dish okay that's not true though because think about it this way you have like a steak fry from red robin now a fry is considered like a lunch or dinner item okay if you cut that into cube shapes and fry it you now have yeah breakfast item so all it was was the shape so okay i was gonna take this in like what could we add an egg to and make it a breakfast item well absolutely anything anything so anything if it i I honest i honestly think that you might be right i think that you add an egg to literally anything it makes it breakfast breakfast um i'm gonna curtail that a bit and say that sausage is also one of those items that gets co-opted into anything breakfast but mostly egg egg is like the universal if you put fucking egg on anything they're like oh that's a breakfast whatever yeah like the, said, the so- sausage cake sausage is, is the 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 amount of sage that is in the sausage is what determines whether or not the it's time of the time of the time of day you're allowed to eat said sausage so i could even have something ridiculous like an italian sub and if i lay a nice layer of egg on that that is now a breakfast italian sub mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. double points if you put are you, like are you a breakfast meat it or frying it I don't think it matters. Eh, I, I think the Scramble scrambled eggs give you more points towards a breakfast item than a uh, fried. But I think both are acceptable. A burger is that a breakfast burger? Mm, only in technicality. Why wouldn't it be? Because the the royal red robin, I don't think of as a 
breakfast burger. But so is it just the ratio of egg to other meats? Is that what determines this? Because if you made but, that patty super thin and put it on an English muffin instead of a, a sandwich bun, no, it's a breakfast. It's a breakfast sandwich. A, it's a thick like I I still think it's burger. it's That's nearly thin. almost on like a point value system because an English muffin is also something that's okay. associated. Because like, all right, if how often do you see an English muffin listed on any menu that's not associated with the? I think they put section? you in jail if you get an English muffin after noon. So yeah, yeah, and and Maritime eggs, law. you will find them at other things, but they're mostly and in more styles on breakfast. But eggs have that weird gravitational force where they're going to just pull any other food item with it into the breakfast area. So Sarah's on board with us with the ratio of breakfast protein. So we're trying to put a definitive answer on what makes a breakfast food a breakfast. So I'm liking where you're going with this, Steve. So there are certain there are certain breakfast foods that are so breakfast that they mm-hmm. can make other non-breakfast foods into breakfast. And in the, the echelon of this so far that we've determined is egg is the top tier. That is the first thing that you're going to think of when you're thinking breakfast. Next, English muffin. I would get yeah. sausage over English muffin. You think this? You think a sausage? I think a like. Eh. Have you ever been well, excited to get an English muffin? Yeah, I, there's. When you get like some some like overcooked sausage, you're still like, oh, this is gonna be delicious going down. Yeah, so you kind of have to assign it a point value as in like how often would you see it in whatever section yes, of right. a menu yes, would be. So like a waffle, a waffle has a high point value for okay. breakfast, but Dessert it will waffle. also it will also appear in dessert menus and like chicken and waffles. So it has a place in other items, but it still retains a very high. If I say a fucking waffle, so most people are going to be like we're, breakfast. Uh, we're going to, we're going to refer to this variable as the breakfast coefficient from now this point. Yes, forward. that is correct. This is what we'll put game right now. On the map, <laughs> uh, actually, problem. Mayan did have one there for toast. And that is also correct. You don't generally have just toast with anything else other than, breakfast as soon as you get to dinner you're not putting butter on it you're putting garlic butter that, and it's now that is that is, you're you're, uh, you're obviously a person that's never eaten dinner at dairy queen before yeah. uh, you chicken are absolutely correct because they just give you a slice of toast with your with your dinner with your chicken with fingers meals, yeah. i i don't think a single uh, chain restaurant gets to set the standard <laughs> but Sarah okay. does point all sandwiches at a restaurant would be toasted uh i mean like uh, toast as in an a la carte item right you know by itself yeah. but like a club sandwich is made out of toast yeah 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 like sandwiches... so like, to- like toast by itself is not does not have a very high breakfast Wait, coefficient is a because club a, is a club a breakfast sandwich no no, no. toast no, i don't i don't think that toast ha- like i said i don't think that toast has enough weight now you throw a no, fucking no, no. egg on that thing what i mean is sandwich. literally toast by itself has the high value but toast as an item in anything, it's like the reverse of eggs, <laughs> right? Because if you just have a piece of toast, you normally don't have anything like that doesn't come with anything for if lunch. It doesn't come with anything toast, for. You need to go grocery shopping. Yeah, but you are <laughs> going to make toast for breakfast. Like that is a, a high level just breakfast item. I I I agree, but it it doesn't fit our our current model of adding it into like a sandwich or in combining with no, other no, no. foods, yeah. making it that is, a breakfast thing. It like, is the anti-egg. It yeah. is the proton to the egg's neutron. <laughs> so. 
I like where this is going. I did not expect this to go this far, but I, I like the, the, the decisions that we've made about this. So if we're ranking, so you're putting sausages above the English muffin. So we're egg, well, sausage, English muffin. Whether, is there anything else that would go in this echelon of just... Because, like, think about it. When you order, you order, like, a breakfast, it's, you get, you go down the list. You might get eggs, mm. a type of breakfast meat, a choice of pancake or French toast, and then a choice of toast mm-hmm. is usually the last thing. Yeah, like, a really bad version of this would be bacon, because bacon is across yeah, the board. Yeah, ba- bacon, bacon doesn't have a very high breakfast coefficient. Yeah, it's a, it's a universal... So Here, here's one fit. for you. I think this one would go pretty high. Hollandaise sauce. Uh, you only ever find it on breakfast stuff, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah you only I, find it on uh, eggs Benedict. Yep, yeah, because my wife had um, it's beef, delicious, but beef, I uh, beef short rib eggs Benedict. It had a whole big old pile of beef short rib on it. Like I was looking at our two meals. I'm like, the only thing that's making this breakfast and not dinner is the inclusion of a couple of eggs. I had tacos and she had spare, you know, spare rib, short I, rib. I, th- I think you do have to watch out for the random, you know, additions of stuff and other things. Like, uh, I don't really, I'm not knowledgeable about this, but do you find crepes anywhere else other than breakfast? Oh yeah, I've had, I've, in, I've as somebody that frequents a creperie. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, so I'm not knowledgeable. There, there are, there are two creperies in Hershey. There's a good one and a bad one. Go to the good one. It's called Aubon Lou. It's in downtown Hershey. They have awful parking. You're going to want to park across the street and walk over. But it's right next to like Philip Arthur's. And... Hi, are you writing this down? You know what I'm talking about, Steve? Uh, I know where Philip Arthur's. I, it, I work right there. It shares the same parking lot as Philip Arthur's. Go back in there and get a crepe. It's fucking, they're really, really good. I uh, just. Do not I, go to Bliss. I... Bliss is across the street from the Med Center. Not very good. I not bad. A... Not very good. I've had a poor track record with crepes. I've never had one that I enjoyed. I'd rather just have a pancake and get it done with. They need to have a sauce on them to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It can't just be like a dry crepe. The last time I had a crepe was we were helping Phil move out of his house and his parents made a bunch of crepes. And so I took like three of them and I wound up throwing two of them out of a car window at high speed because I had to get rid of them before they noticed. I think I think jelly, while <laughs> does not have a negative breakfast coefficient, I think has a very low positive breakfast coefficient because there are a lot of jellies in uh, pastries and uh, lunchtime sandwiches. So I the inclusion it's... of jelly does not quite automatically make uh, a breakfast I, I, item. I think that's what is the form factor that the jelly's in because if you have one of those little packets of jelly, only ever see those for breakfast. If you're put, if you're just talking about jelly, the ingredient, yeah, you're gonna find it in donuts. You're gonna find it on other things. Is breakfast kind of bad? Like, I feel like for something to be Not a breakfast great. food, you have to kind of make it bland. And and Max's inclusion that cilantro is never in breakfast. Uh, I hate cilantro, but cilantro is liked by fifty percent of the people in this world a lot. Um, and the other fifty percent of the people, it tastes like soap. Soap. So yeah. crushed up bugs. That's me. My, I don't my like wife it. is like that. She can't. She can't do it. It tastes like soap. If it's in pico, I can stand it. Like it's okay. But if it's like really on there, I don't want it. I I don't <laughs> think that breakfast is bland. I think that it requires more attention. Like if you get a dinner item, like a steak and whatever else, you're not gonna modify your dish that much. Whereas when you get a breakfast, like 
you're adding butter, you're adding syrup, you're adding jelly, you're you're going to combine pieces. Like if I get like a whatever, a farmer's breakfast at Bob Evans, like I'm going to take a bite of a bunch of different things all in one go. Like I'm going to have some egg and some bacon, some toast all together in my mouth at the same time. Whereas like <laughs> dinner, I'm like, here's some steak, here's some side. Here's this some... has gone too smoothly. Ketchup on eggs, yes or no? Yeah, 100%. Scrambled no. eggs and ketchup. Ketchup and eggs. Fucking I had this argument on Facebook the other day. <laughs> yeah, I you, went, you... I had a, we went, I went to Europe in my teenage years and they do not offer you ketchup for your eggs and they're very like runny. Like, yes. Very, very lightly Undercooked. cooked. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of that. Sarah, yeah, what what is the difference between bland and very little seasoning? Because I'm pretty sure that's the definition of bland. <laughs> so mine's, mine's a... He keeps his syrup in two different temperatures and he hates ketchup on eggs. Learn a lot about you, mine. I, I right. think are I you a, are you a ketchup on eggs guy, people. Jeff? I I think you I agreed. All right, just yeah. make it just making sure. That's actually the only thing I'm happy to put ketchup on. I, I am accepted on a hot dog, uh, and it is a last resort for French fries. I am severely uh, anti ketchup all I, all I around. Also hate tomatoes. I'm not no, a big, I'm, I'm not a big tomato guy. I love ketchup on a bunch of different things that relatively should have ketchup on but not eggs that's a that's a hard hard pass i'm see i i like eggs but only just as a filler ingredient in something else uh so i'm gonna get an egg dish by itself like a scrambled egg i need to put something on it i don't think it has enough flavor on its own it to stand salt, up it yeah pepper, it needs cheese i i agree with you it's one of those items where if i just have like scrambled eggs that's going to be paired on the same fork as other stuff that I'm stabbing for breakfast. Like I'm never just eating eggs by itself. It's always, it's always got a rider with it. Uh, I'm slowly like becoming you... a hot sauce guy. Like I just, it's, I never was a hot sauce guy, but I've, 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 I've discovered that Tabasco sauce was the reason I didn't like hot sauce that much. Yes, I agree. And now that I'm branching out and finding some other hot sauces, you know, I'm I'm off of Frank's. I like Texas Pete if I have to get like a grocery store hot sauce. Or Can that, I recommend or that one, one that you? or that one that looks like it has a Absolutely picture of Mex? question. <laughs> um I'm also not into hot sauces, but slowly accumulating more things. Try I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, but I think it's like Cholula. Yeah, that's the one it's that has the... that's the one that has a picture of Mex on it. Yeah, it's got like the wooden the wooden topper. corkscrew top. Yep, yeah, I have a, I have that in the refrigerator. Um, I mean, it, your hot sauce in the refrigerator. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because that <laughs> is the, the one th- hot, though. that is. Um, I know it's completely unnecessary. It's my one like. I, I just do it. It's just out of out of uh, habit out of, more than, the, out of than anything else. <laughs> you can't tell me. Let's see if I can screen share this. I don't know, uh, but that does not leave it out on the table. I don't want to share the whole thing. It's not big enough. I know it's Make not. It bigger. I don't know how to. You have to just click on it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks exactly like Mex. It looks like a me- like a merger between Mex and Danny Tanner. Holy shit! It does. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say because they both wear the same. <laughs> yeah, I I think we should think about this and tear apart the the how breakfast is determined at some point because there's. I it's 
it's not just a ranking. There's more to it. It's a whole field of its own study. The whole science. But I think we could make like the, you know, engineering version of this where we don't have to dive down into quantum breakfast coefficients. If we can just figure out like some basic everyday things that we can put on, like just, you know, if you multiply one English muffin times, you know, an egg, you can cancel out any amount of cilantro. Yeah, I, I think it's it could be a ranking list where it's like, all right, if egg is the top tier item that will drag other things to make it breakfast, then that's 10 points. And we'll say it takes 10 points to make whatever you're adding these items to now a breakfast, right? So mm-hmm. bacon is zero. It doesn't add anything because it's universal. Yeah, and, 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 and we determine, determine that cilantro is like a negative two. Yeah, and... And an English muffin would be like a nine, right? Because you might, in a fringe thing, see it elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, like but an English muffin pizza. I mean, come on. Yeah, but if you add an English muffin to anything, that's Everybody dragging it into the breakfast pizza. category. Bagel pizza, indeed. That's another good one, too. Uh, a breakfast sausage is going to be like an eight or a nine. So as soon as you hit that limit, you've now started to blur the line between whatever you did have, and now it's becoming a breakfast item. <laughs> Well, thank God that, you know, an hour and 17 minutes into this show, we finally have a name of it because Breakfast Coefficient is, uh, has won out this week's title. We need to change the name nice. of the podcast. Ah, it's Next Free Mondays. Oh, uh, Dan, you might appreciate this being a technology guy. I got a new piece of wearable technology that I've fallen in love with. Go on. A heated vest for the winter and for the absolutely terrible uh, winter. Does it have an app? Not, like, can you like change the temperature from your phone? Now. No, you can t- change the temperature with. Are you your wearing Star- it currently? Star- Star- Sorry, button. Tony Stark. Fucking Iron Man over there. I was wondering, like, I thought it was just a really blue thing. Like, I didn't realize no. it was lighting up. No, I've actually been testing it because I want to know how long the battery lasts. Yeah. And um, I was thinking butt plug too, Mayan. I know. <laughs> no, uh, we're going to Michigan in December, and the last time I did that, it was fucking miserable. Great. Plan. So, uh, I didn't come up with it, but that, and occasionally we do the car ride, and it's super long. And by the time you're sitting in the car for five out of the eleven hours, you start to get real stiff, and our car doesn't have heated seats, so it's like this kind of hits a couple different spots. So. Uh, the technology and the expense are finally on that level where I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go for it. So I bought a four and a half out of five stars on Amazon that fit my price range, had a couple anchor batteries, and I'm super surprised at how long they're lasting. <laughs> I've had this thing you, on since another technology into your new technology now where you have battery packs. Uh, how do you think it stays that? warm? It's not a solar powered vest. Oh, my God, that's funny. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, you I've didn't had... have to tell me that you didn't plan the trip. No guy has ever planned a vacation. Yeah. No. All right. No, I planned some of the trips. The ones I actually you're, want to go on. You're a you're a married <laughs> man. You've you've not made a vacation plan since you got married. I've and... made I've made a vacation plan. I have not made a correct vacation plan you've since made I was a married. Yeah. No, that is true. That making the request because you have to make sure everything under the sun lines up correctly. Whereas. Your wife generally knows the whole calendar of events by heart, so she'll she'll pretty quickly shoot you down for anything that's uh, incorrect. You have to do like a written proposal, 
Yep. And then th they'll solve it for you. And she'll issue the paid time off, and uh, you can see if you can actually make yeah. this happen. But no, I'm actually super surprised at this thing. I really like it. Um, the lowest temperature sits at like 120 degrees through carbon fiber filaments, which I also found was really interesting. But hot. I've, yeah, well, the hottest settings, like 158, it'll fucking roast you. But when you're outside in the freezing cold, especially if it's windy and it's just cutting through you, I think it's going to be amazing. Can you combine that with one of those like sauna suits and like really kind of sweat them out? Uh, you'd probably kill yourself if you did that. Uh, I was testing this last night because I just got it yesterday, and I put my robe on, and I turned it onto the red setting, and I was there for 15 minutes before I was like, no, 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 I'm going to burn to death. <laughs> like, you have to turn this down. But I had it on the lowest setting all day at work because our work is freezing cold. And I was completely fine. So I was like, all right, I'm going to stress test the battery and see how long it goes for. And I am still at two out of four pips on my anchor battery so at least like 50 percent that's a long ass time to be sitting at 120 degrees so there's no battery in this thing or no you, or you're no, only you, running off the, the external battery like they're gonna be a problem getting through tsa yeah <laughs> uh if you take the battery out it actually goes through fine they even had a q a on the site but um no, this one specifically has the removable battery for that. It doesn't have one built in because then you can use whatever you have on hand. I just so happen to have two of the same batteries because I like these How ones. How long until you wash it with a battery pack in it? Very not long because the pockets just fit it. Like if I take this off, the hundred percent of the weight is this battery is this battery pack. Like you'll you'll know it's in there. Okay. But no, uh, it is silly but it's actually way more do you have to like like your your house is probably no longer insurable now that this thing exists inside of it this <laughs> thing has to be it's gonna catch on fire tomorrow that's fine i'll i'll go with it <laughs> can i can i ask the uh what's the number what does hmm. this go for what does this tech go for uh it was 70 bucks so uh there's like three different tiers of them if you go on amazon there's like the 20 30 dollar cheap chinese knockoffs with like zero reviews and i was like immediately no yeah the yeah. fire starter gotcha yeah then there's like uh the name brand ones that you're gonna see in the 170 to like two and three hundred dollars is there but a th name brand for a wearable heater shirt uh for a shirt or a vest or jacket a lot of yeah. them are jackets i think you could find like a north face where they'll have heating I, I elements say, you threw out name brand and it threw me off as this is new tech to have a name brand no, this, this shit's been around for a while. The problem is the batteries haven't been um, up to par for a long time, and the technology was just very expensive and unwieldy. But now, like I said, the the uh, filaments are carbon fiber instead of, like, a metal, and uh, I think that has a better heat coefficient than dealing with just, like, wires running all throughout. And being able to copy the technology uh efficiently has made it pretty good so i bought like a middle of the road one that had like 40 or 70 reviews at four and a half stars which is exactly where you want to be at i looked through the reviews it was real people taking pictures of it wearing like wearing it or uh like out on the table so it's not just a bunch of fake accounts and the only advice in the negative was since it is this one is like a a Chinese made is the uh, sizes. You've got to go up. 
because it's always a little bit smaller. I thought it would have been the lead and the fibers, but okay. Uh, it's actually a weird, like, um, scuba gear <laughs> type, like, fiber. Uh, what is it called? Lycra? Mm. I'm, just, it, I'm just trying to think of funny names for the name brand of this, and my brain just can't think yeah, of anything. It's too late in the day. Yeah. No. But just, uh, now yeah, if you threw it's, an egg on it. It would make sense. I'm stuck yeah. on heat your meat, but that was only because Mayan <laughs> said something similar to that in chat. It, it's definitely a silly item, but if you're somebody who doesn't like the cold and you continually find yourself out there or in it, it's actually way nicer. It's it's like having a a DX racer chair. Like it's stupid to have a gaming chair, but no, they're actually really comfortable. They're just gaudy and stupid looking. So. Yeah, the, it does have a purpose, and I'm going to be much happier this winter. I look forward to a full report when you return from your trip. That's but no problem speaking, if I survive. Speaking of it being hot, it's too fucking hot in here. It's time to go. Afford some AC. <laughs> that, it's not actually that hot in here. It's just that's the way we close the show now with me oh. complaining about how hot it is in here. It's actually pretty Good. comfortable. Yeah, by the end of the stream, he has to look like somebody at like a NASA control center where he's just like, we got to get this back. <laughs> just dripping with sweat. Yeah. Like, yeah. In the summertime, that is how it is. Now I'm moving, so I'm buying the new desk, and I'm, we're going to be moving the whole operation downstairs into my living room. So uh, I guess no I'll be... No more card table? No more card table. We'll have a, we'll have a proper setup. And the, the table... So the desk that I currently use is my grandfather's like leather-wrapped you know, two, three thousand dollar desk and I can't like drill holes and shit in it to like mount stuff properly. So this is just a cheap, you know, Walmart box store, you know, I'll send you pictures of the thousand pieces it's gonna come in and the amount of beers it's gonna take me to put together. But I uh I know you already ordered it, but I highly recommend the origami desk. Yeah. Two pieces. Does does the desk that you have to play video games on, does it have a like slanted end to it or is it just a 90 degree corner where your wrist sits uh it's beveled all right because i don't know where this desk came from i actually have no memory of when it started to exist i've just always had it and he's it's starting to realize he's in a simulation god damn it. <laughs> uh i get don't him get him out get him out where it came from <laughs> but he just vaporizes in the middle of the stream uh it has like a weird slant and curve to the end of it. So I can rest my arm on like any angle and it's not just a 90 degree corner cutting its way into my arm. And every desk that I've looked at is just a square or a rectangle. Like it just ends. And mm -hmm. uh, that's probably pretty much the only reason I haven't replaced this. Cause this thing is beat to fuck and I'm pretty sure it's falling apart, but it's, it's worked and it's oddly a, comfortable. I have a golden tea machine you can put on that side. There you go. The desk. Is it beveled or is it squared? There's a curve to it. Uh, thanks, Mayan. <laughs> thanks, Max, Sarah. Thanks for hanging out, Clay. I think you saw you guys here. Um, again, Mike, Mike the champ, thanks for showing up halfway through there. Didn't really, hopefully, I was hoping you were going to hang out till the post show because I have not talked to you in forever and I have wrestling questions I need to ask you. And uh, Luca, again, I'm sorry. I thought you were Steve. <laughs> I did not mean to make fun of you. Please come back. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. It's okay. He's subbed for five months. 